Hi guys, my name is Asim Verni. Welcome to You Podcast Bollywood Edition. As you can see, we've made quite a few changes on our end. There's a new show, The Khandan Podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you have to listen to it. New theme songs, new looks for our blogs. We've moved all of our content to Audio Boom, so now our show should be available on most streaming services. And we're still making some changes, so do bear with us and keep an eye on our social media feeds so you can be updated on where and when the shows and the podcasts are appearing. So although we call the show You Podcast Bollywood Edition, this episode we're talking to Asim Abbasi, my namesake, kind of, the director of the Pakistani film Cake, which is releasing in UK theatres on the 29th of March. The whole cast and crew have been going all out promoting this movie, and if you have seen the trailers for Cake, you can clearly see this movie as trying to do something new, something different, and that's what we talked to Asim about. So I hope you enjoy our chat. Find more of our shows on youpodcasting.com or go to the Audio Boom page to find all three of our shows, Khandan Podcast, You Podcast Bollywood Edition, and Main Event, and Subscribe, uh, give us a review, and uh, here is my chat with Asim Abbasi, director of the Pakistani movie Cake. Jaldi ut gayi aaj? Jaldi? Ek second ko jo neend aayi ho mujhe. Char baje main aayi thi niche amma. Aap kharate le rahi thi. Main nahi leti kharate. Ye leta hai. Chaliye chode. Aaj baapis do mere goliya. Maar jaungi main usko jaan se maar dungi. Goliya isko khilaungi main kabhi nahi kahun. Salam Asim. This, this feels really weird. This is a, a conversation with Asim, who is also a Pakistani from Karachi, and this is like, this is like speaking to kind of a mirror kind of image. What I could have been. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I actually funny enough I just came back from Pakistan two weeks ago uh, oh did you okay I did I did it was funny because I, I'd already gotten a few you know PR emails from uh, people you know that cake the premiere was happening and this movie was releasing and I just hmm. showed it to people there and there was just so so much excitement for your movie I'm so glad to hear that <laughs> because at that moment I'd only seen the poster and the first teaser so it was very yeah. kind of intriguing and I think it's you know you wanted to uh, you, you said somewhere that it's a layered cake and not like yeah. an onion, but you there's different layers. And <laughs> I think you really only showed the cream frosting at the start. So it yeah. was um, was that kind of an intentional strategy that you wanted to do something different in terms of marketing? Yes, uh, I mean our st- strategy with marketing has completely been different throughout. Uh, you know, I don't know if you saw our character posters uh, mm. that we did, which was, you know, artwork that was specifically created for this. Uh, we also did the teaser, which was cut very differently. It was mostly to show the what the visual appeal of this film was. We didn't really uh, uh, reveal any story points in that. And then we did the t- trailer, of course, that gave us a lot more about the story. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, which came out, uh, you know, I think a month or so ago. Mm. Um, so no, but marketing we we I think there's a too, there's too much cookie cutter marketing that happens in, with Pakistani films. It's mm. like a wholesale approach where different kinds of films are marketed in the same generic way, and we kind of made a conscious decision to move away from that model and you know do it our way. Yeah, no, it definitely works, and everything that I've seen has been stunning and really. Thank you. The thing is with Pakistani cinema, it's it's. 
I think your dissertation was about uh, the revival of Pakistani cinema. Wow, I think. you've gone that far. Yes, <laughs> so, but I, that's a kind of my first question that I wanted to ask you. And I think it's a question that comes back again and again. Is there actually a revival of Pakistani cinema? Uh, I think there is a, I don't know if revival is the right word. I mean, we can get into the technicalities. Of course, there are more films being made. If you look at it at a very pure, hmm. basic point of view, we have a lot more cinemas and we have a lot more films than we did 10 years ago. Hmm. So if you want to call that a revival, then I think that is a revival in terms of output. Hmm. Uh, what we don't have is, um, you know, a creative identity. Um, and I don't by identity, I don't mean that Pakistani cinema needs to have a very specific one kind of film's identity. Uh, like the Iranian cinema, we are we are a multicultural society. We are dependent on a lot of different, you know, we have the Bollywood influence. We have, you know, you know, we're neighbors with a lot of different kinds of um, countries which have produced different kinds of films. Um, but uh, I think it, there needs to be a conscious decision to find some kind of a vision and voice. And I think that, to a certain extent, has been lacking. I think there's a lot more business-oriented people in the industry mm-hmm. than creatively-oriented. Uh, and it's, it is a creative art, you see. So if you just keep on focusing on the business and you forget the creative, then over the long term, I think it will be detrimental to the industry. Right. It's, it's also funny with Pakistani cinema that it's kind of stuck in, in, in a bit of a no-man's land where... Uh, still a lot of the population was for so long watching TV dramas and that was yeah. kind of the big thing in Pakistan and they're still there. People still love their TV dramas but eventually I feel that the younger audience is moving away from that TV audience. They're moving towards streaming and things like that and then on the other hand you're also competing against this established market of Bollywood movies. Um, yes. So it, it, how do you as a filmmaker find that cinematic identity that you're talking well, I think it's very difficult. And as I said, I don't think there is one unique identity as such to speak of. Mm-hmm. When I speak of identity, I talk about primarily about a creative direction. Mm-hmm. I think what the industry needs is some kind of a creative direction where filmmakers are facilitated either through government money or through some kind of support, which allows them to make films with an honest truth and a vision. I think that's what's lacking. Mm. And that is the only thing that would pull in audiences. You see, audiences are very smart now. As you said, streaming is, you know, dominant and Netflix is around and we have access to, you know, thousands of programs and thousands of films made all over the world. What are you doing that is unique that will pull in the audiences to cinema? Mm. And I think that's and we have access to Bollywood. So we don't, the, you know, making Bollywood replicas is not necessarily going to get us anywhere either. Exactly. So it's a, Yeah, go on. No, that was my next point because I do feel in the last few years I have seen bigger budget Pakistani movies, but they do seem just replicas of Bollywood movies and kind of the singing or even the cinematography or the way it's presented, um, almost like that Barjatiya, Suraj Barjatiya kind of wholesome family, Karan Johar type of thing. And I don't necessarily feel that that's something that Pakistani audiences want or need that much. And maybe those movies haven't connected as much as people, the filmmakers were hoping. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, right? We've They've tried a lot of different models. And, you know, it's like, except barring, you know, Punjab Nijangi and a couple more, they haven't really been successful. And uh, I think that is uh, that is the crux of the issue, is that uh, the, the people who are investing in films and the companies that are involved, everyone is risk-averse. Mm-hmm. So everyone wants to use tried and tested models, where if something has worked, and something has worked well in India, 
you you do that again you know mm. i mean like you know it's a small example like you know people people would like when when you watch my film uh, the color palette that we've used is not the standard bollywood color palette which is this bright gola ganda type of colors <laughs> uh, it, it is and because they've done it and india has done it and it's worked in a couple of films and now everyone suddenly believes that you have to be that bright and poppy to make a film work and there's no there's no international aesthetic that is, that is visible in the films and i think that's slightly disappointing hmm. so would you call cake a pakistani movie because I, uh, i i almost hesitate to even call it a pakistani movie <laughs> it is because i don't the, the thing is i don't want it to i don't want to discount the fact that it is about a pakistani family it hmm. is done in pakistan we have highlighted and i i wanted to have some kind of a positive impact in the pakistani industry hmm. but have we approached it in a pakistani film way no we were approached in a world cinema way right so for me it's world cinema because you've been living in london for a long time right yes, 18 20 years so how do you then connect with still pakistan because how can like for, when i went back i had not gone back in 15 years and i you know going back after so long you always have these kind of questions about your own identity you know should yes. i even eat at that thela will it make me <laughs> sick you know i want to have I, a bun kebab but should i eat that bun kebab you know that uh, kind of thing i know i you know exactly what you mean but luckily i haven't had that problem because um i've always visited you see so right. i probably visited at least three times a year right. you know and and my parents are there and i left when i was 18 so like a lot of my you know formative years were in pakistan um so i think from that perspective i have never disconnected i've never mm-hmm. had the opportunity to disconnect for long periods of time so i i don't i don't it doesn't feel like a you know an alien nation to me it is it is still home right so you still speak that language you still you, you still have that connect a bit more than yes. i do so that's good to hear <laughs> so um was because you've been making a lot of short films and yes. you've been, you've had quite a bit of success with them so why did you want to make your first feature a pakistani movie when you could make you know you could have made like you know a very artsy kind of international movie if you want um, to um i i feel like the opportunities i mean mm. the risks and the opportunities are greater in pakistan uh british market i i would love to do a british film and uh, don't get me wrong because this is also home for me but uh, it is it is saturated mm. in terms of like filmmaking is not this nascent small industry that is just picking up and uh, and so th- that way i felt like the opportunities in pakistan were greater and i was like you know there is room for new voices and mm. someone needs to go in and make films with different kinds of visions otherwise in 5 6 years time we will have an ind- i mean it makes me sad that we ha- we are at the beginning of an industry and we are molding it just like everything else yeah. tends to be molded in pakistan which is around <laughs> money yeah. you know and that that makes me sad and i was like look let's let's just do this let's make medium sized films not super high budgets something that is you know a relatively reasonable size for the market that we are in but make it well right right so uh, also your uh, the cast that you've kind of assembled they're they're all very multi talented people they they've been or they've been in london they've lived in london so how did you pitch this story to them how did you get them involved in cake um i mean that, that was probably one of the easiest parts of it i just sent them the script so you know <laughs> mashallah the, the script was i think strong i had worked a, a lot on it on my own in my own time and on my own and and so i think everything was really well fleshed out in it so i think once they read it they had that experience of actually being able to visualize it and being able to see themselves in those roles mm. um so i think that that made the conversations much easier and was this the star cast that you had intended when you were writing yes. the story so okay. i did i yes i did I, not when i was writing the story i'm usually quite 
blank in mm-hmm. terms of who the actors are going to be to be honest but once the the, the story writing and the, all the script is complete then i kind of do a short list of characters i go watch you know bits and pieces of dramas and previous works that they've done i do a short list and then i you know i kind of approach like two three people for each actor and then we have meetings and then we have some kind of a little audition and then you know you'd take it from there right and were there any moments that when you were working with the cast that you thought wow these they they really surprised me or added something to what every i had written every single day <laughs> <laughs> every single day because this is the thing because i think the i said this i think in a couple of other interviews as well that uh, the the best thing that the only thing i can really take credit for is that i uh, got their trust enough for, and allowed them to fail and by that i mean that they had the freedom to do whatever they wanted to do because they knew that if one take doesn't work another one would work right and i think that freedom really allows actors to just you know come out come out and shine because otherwise you know if you're trying to completely mold them like emotions batayenge ke hasna hai rona hai which yeah. i never do i never <laughs> tell them what they need to do in a scene because i think it's silly because uh, so i think that freedom really allowed them to do their own interpretation on these characters and really come through right i uh, this is a uh, cake is also the first movie to premiere on lester square I, i i imagine the experience must have been amazing for you it was it was i'm still recovering from it i'm like <laughs> not sure what happened it's just last two days have been a blur but uh, so but when you're having a pic, uh, your movie premiered on such a grand canvas in front of everybody in central london i also feel a you're being an ambassador of pakistani cinema but you're also being an educator of pakistani cinema so i was wondering because you're talking about interviews you've done and many ca- ca- chats you had what is the kind of questions people ask you most about pakistani cinema um well you've asked me the intelligent ones <laughs> uh, I, i you know i i sometimes get that why cake question which i hate uh because i feel like it has just so much symbolic value to me i don't really like people asking me why cake but i end up getting that one a lot but no people have been people are uh, excited they are uh, they are you know i guess to a certain level surprised that you know this film is being projected on that on that scale um but we were very conscious me and my producers of Bukhari we were very conscious that this was a film that we wanted to market it as a world cinema Pakistani film but something that was made by two international standards for international audiences as well mm. so wh- when what is your cinematic diet as a filmmaker do you where do you veer towards what do you watch um when you're you know on, on when, when you're not making a movie basically i it's uh, it's funny because i i grew up on bollywood it's very <laughs> strange i grew i spent all my youth from like the age of 4 i remember watching films and stuff but somehow i think over the years it's just uh, my aesthetics changed and my my tastes changed um especially in my 30s it was it was like okay you know i if i was really going to do cinema cinema had to when i started reading about cinema and learning more about cinema it just became very sacred to me the whole yeah. process it just it became much more than pure entertainment and i think that's when i moved away from a lot of the you know the 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 bollywood stuff that comes out i adore french cinema i adore cinema from sweden like bergman and you know is someone that i've watched all the time tarkovsky is someone that i watched so a lot of foreign foreign films right. um because i th- i think that the the artistic integrity of those films is just so much greater 
So when you're when you're making a movie, so yeah. this is what you do when you're not making a movie. But when when do you when you make a movie? Do you still watch a lot of other content like TV shows or movies, or do you isolate yourself that you have this vision and you want to be you know you don't want to have a soundboard from everything else? No, so I I do. So while I'm when the scripting phase finishes, the early days of pre-production. The early days of pre-production, me and my DP make a list of films. So we probably make a list of like twenty, thirty films, which comprise of uh, both films that we were inspired by, just generally in life, and films that we think that might be a comparable to our film. Like, so for example, family drama films. So we we dug out family drama films from all across because we didn't want to be doing what other people had done, but we mm. also wanted to see how dynamics were. approached by other talented directors so i think we do all of that but that happens in early days of pre-production then for the last like 2 months we kind of cut ourselves off from other films right. and kind of really focus on the story we want to tell and the visuals we want to create right so again because both of us are karachiites we we yeah. being from karachi were no bullshit kind of people right so when, yeah. when i was talk, talking to people in pakistan they were said oh it's a bit like pakistani kapoor and sons and i'm, yeah. I'm kind of raising that point because you said yeah. you know we looked out at other family yeah, so, dramas so we did so mm. but but it's not this is the thing that i think a lot of that has been said um and the reason i haven't kind of usually re- retaliated or given a rebuttal is because the film is very different yeah. so i know when the film comes out people will be like okay fine it's not yeah. you know that and my point is that it's so many family i mean if you're talking about kapoor and sons please talk about bhagwan as well please talk yeah. about piku as well please talk about all these films that have come out that deal with family relations i mean like you look at international cinema tokyo mm. story august or sarch county i mean there are hundreds of films i mean family drama genre is not new yeah. it's been done you know it is your approach and your your specific plot and your specific story that kind of dictates it i think it's just easy i think we have a mentality of boxing things in so you see two girls you see two sisters you're like oh okay fine they just change the gender i mean you know <laughs> but you know that's fine i think once people see the film they'll it'll be clear to them and and i think it's also just that looming shadow of bollywood that is constantly around us you know we just yeah. go for the short time so no one exactly i mean no one is noticing that our color palette is completely different no one is noticing that our visual aesthetic is completely i mean people are but the yes. people who are talking about kapoor and sons they all they focused on is that it's two sisters yes 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 and yes. Su- suddenly that becomes like kapoor and sons it's it's just i think as human beings we like having the comfort of knowing Yeah. that we can compare something to something and uh, and i imagine you don't have a ladki ho gayi chill in the movie either, right? no no there isn't there is we were very clear about that none of that good no i'm re- i'm really happy i'm looking forward to i i hope and i'm looking forward to you know being able to catch the movie yes um, i hope you do it, where you based we're in london we're in london okay, so okay, okay, i'm okay. i'm hoping no, actually no i hope you get to see it yeah i'm hoping to see it at the the screening next week and yes i have to say the moment i saw the first teaser i knew this was going to be completely different and i was <laughs> so you. excited for it thank so, you i hope you like it i i'm i'm pretty sure i will asim i wish you the best of luck and i am hope we can see a lot more of you on screen thank you asim thank you for this lovely interview thank you thank you thank you take care bye